everybody, welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another video game review. This one's going to be for Blood and Truth, which is a PlayStation VR title. It is the next uh, title from London Studios, of course, London Studios, uh, of course, who made the uh, the PlayStation VR Worlds uh, disc thing that, that that launched with the PlayStation VR. Uh, they did the uh, London Heist thing, which uh, is essentially similar to this. That's I would say like an extended tech demo of what this game ended up being. Um, you know, very, very similar assets, all that sort of thing. You know, still got the London feel to it, all that kind of stuff. Um, I wouldn't, this isn't a sequel, uh, Blood and Truth, uh, for PSVR, but it's certainly a like next step, an extension, that sort of thing. Obviously, the game's a lot, lot longer. Uh, I believe that the London Heist is 30 minutes to an hour, roughly, and this game is somewhere between like five and eight hours it was difficult for me to kind of tell as i was going through uh i'll keep this spoiler free as well it does have a story in here but uh you know it's kind of a a smaller thing as opposed to you know the game mechanics and everything like that uh which there's obviously a lot of a lot of to discuss here um i quite liked blood and truth i do think that um i don't know if this is just going to be from my personal it is going to be from my personal experience but I did find that earlier parts of the game and earlier levels in the game were a lot clearer to look at than what um, some of the later parts of the game were to look at. Uh, and that kind of put me off of, you know, when you get later in the game things get a bit more hectic and the story starts to progress more and, uh, you know, etc, etc. Uh, when that sort of stuff starts to happen... Um, I needed the game to be a bit clearer, and again, this could have been, like, a fault that I made, um, where maybe, like, I was, maybe I was playing for too long at certain bits, which I don't think I was, um, or maybe it was just, I, I don't know, certain things in the game just don't look as clear or as, or as crisp as what, as what they do at the start, um, and, and the other thing I kind of mentioned, I remember in my first impressions video, uh, like the lip syncing and stuff like that was was wasn't there, um, which did clean it up, um, clean itself up later in the game. I did have this strange issue when I was playing the game where uh, the first time it happened, I think I was in the casino and I was planting the C4 bombs, and um, what was it? I was yeah, I was doing that, and then I went to plant one of the bombs, and like the screen went off um and then like i i thought couldn't i could hear the game still because i was like shooting my silence pistol and that sort of stuff and i was like mucking about with the bits and pieces in the game so i could still hear the game and then i noticed that as i looked you know physically looked to the left the screen came back on and that happened twice in the game the other occurrence was uh, uh there's a good few times in this game where uh you're in the car with somebody and uh, they're 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 giving you dialogue based on what's what's happening at the time, that kind of thing. And um, what was it? It uh, yeah, I I would go to I can't remember what it was. I'll go to do something, and the screen would would go off again. And um, yeah, it it was just a weird little thing that happened twice. I don't know if it was again. It was hard to tell if it was something that I did or something that the game did. Um, that together with the blurriness. I don't know if it was a fault of like my eyes were slightly more tired or I had played too much of it and I, I didn't maybe feel like I had or if I needed to clean the PSVR lens or if uh, or if it was a fault in the game. I couldn't really quite tell. It felt like a bit of a mixture of everything 
where like okay my eyes are slightly off but not to the point where I feel like I need to stop because as I've said in previous uh, random gaming talk podcasts I've sort of learnt where my because you I mean with a normal game you can play you know days gone for a random example you can play it for several hours and sure your eyes might start to hurt after several hours but with this with with psvr it may maybe it'd be anywhere between like two to three hours or it could be an hour for you or it could be three and a half hours uh kind of depends on you know what uh what your thrust sort of hold is um but it didn't feel like i because i'd gotten used to what that sort of feels like because like, okay my eyes are starting to feel a bit strange or whatever and it's like it, it just starts to happen and um yeah, it, it it didn't feel like I that was the problem with with the game. It felt more of a combination of the the things I mentioned. So that was the kind of one uh, fault fault I wanted to put in up front as to like, okay, I, I recognise and I said in the first impressions video like, okay, I haven't installed the patch. The lip lip syncing is off. All that sort of stuff. That's probably why. And I noticed that uh, you know I went back later and it said, hey, game's installed. Restart now. I clicked on restart. And then it started to smooth itself out. So that was probably a thought with that. And I did mention that in the first impressions video. Um, the look of the game. I think it looks looks great. It looks really really good. Um, I do think that. I, I had this strange feeling. That with the London Heights. The, the PSVR Worlds thing. That you, that you could play. With it being shorter. And some of the cutscenes being a bit shorter. And them looking pretty amazing at that time. I remember. I mean there's probably some of the old PSVR videos. I've got on the website. Uh, where I was playing the London Heist. Um, and I remember saying that. Oh this sofa looks really good. The table looks really good. And these people look really good. I think they did something. Even they did something slightly different with the art art style. Or um, or things didn't look as good there. I don't know. Some, there was something very. A little bit off looking about this game. At certain times. Like with certain bits and pieces of animation. And things like that. That just weren't quite lining up properly and then there's other bits and pieces where like oh this looks really good this character looks really good the character model looks good um so yeah there was just there was something i would put it the whole thing i've just described to i'd put it as like something was off with the game and i can't quite put my finger on what what it was um because i don't think this is a bad game at all i think this is a pretty well put together game um so one of the things i wanted to move on yeah so i've i've slight slight blurriness this is my first note Four weapon holsters. Um, so in this game, you essentially get uh, ammo packs on your chest. Like he's got, a, a, I assume, some sort of uh, thing strapped to his chest, and uh, that's where you get your um, your magazines out, uh, your ammo magazines and that sort of stuff. You do that with one hand. You take the the thing out. You'll see it in your your character's hand, and then you'll match up to where you know your gun's magazine holster uh, magazines thing would be, and then you click it in, and you can hear it load and all that kind of stuff. Um, pretty good mechanic. It works well with most of the guns. On certain guns, I did. In certain situations, it didn't work. It didn't work a hundred percent of the time. It worked like nine times out of ten, or ninety percent out of a hundred percent, or whatever. Um, and there were certain situations where, like, I would go to, I would have like a shotgun in one hand and like a pistol in the other hand, and uh, I'd go to reload the shotgun, and like I'd go to grab the magazine, and I would hear like. Pew! So I've so instead of grabbing the magazine, which this is all from the same button, you shoot and grab magazines with the same button. Um, I would notice that like okay, I've gone to grab my magazine. Maybe I've not 
reached high enough on his chest or the the hand is too low for the chest or whatever or um like it's not my hand's not close enough to the chest period whatever whatever way that you you would realize that was happening i'd go to reload and i realized i shot a bullet which means like i hadn't grabbed onto the magazine i do think that in the game when there were certain situations where like you put your hand down towards your holster and you'd feel like a, the controller would vibrate to let you know and then the, the character's hand would like open up slightly just to give you that feedback indication of like okay you can grab the, the weapon now or whatever and it would do the same thing with your chest where you'd reach to your chest and then you'd feel the, that vibration thing the, the little feedback things let you know okay you've grabbed the uh, the magazine or the shotgun shells or whatever you're going to be using and then you use that and you put it in the, the gun and reload it it just it's a great mechanic and it's a really great system i really kind of like the idea of it but i think that uh it it just didn't work quite as well enough as it should and i did find within my last two to three hours of the game i was getting more used to it and more able to like reload quite quickly and swap weapons quite quickly um and and i sort of learned like okay i'm putting my shotgun away and i'm going for my two pistols they're not necessarily always silenced whatever i would like know roughly where to put my hand even before the feedback thing comes up so like to to be able to quickly grab the weapons and do that thing because as you get into later parts of the game uh you know enemies will start coming at you quite fast and you'll have to move a bit quicker and i do like the pacing of this game as well uh like you'll start off and you'll be doing little stealth bits and pieces here and there and it'll be like hey this is how you can grab the weapons etc and then when you get uh like a, a bigger gun or whatever this is how you can put it on your back and then you can hold two of those and uh everything like that uh, this kind of ties into my next point which is uh what's it there are a variety of different weapons of course so i've mentioned you can have um shotguns but the cool thing with shotgun in the game tells you this from what I remember, the first time you pick up a shotgun is um, you pick it up and you'll go to shoot. Obviously, with a machine gun, you don't have to pump a machine gun unless it's like an assault machine gun type of thing, uh, assault shotgun, whatever that thing's called. The the really cool, and I don't think this quite works properly sometimes. Again, I don't know if it was me or the game or whatever, but you pick up the shotgun and because um, you obviously have two individual hands that you use in the game, two different move controllers, and you can control them separately. Uh, you'll pick up the the gun with one hand and um, I remember shooting the first bullet and then it said pump like the word pump came up near the uh, you know where, where, where you'd pump the shotgun I suppose and it would have a handle version of a pump shotgun because not every shotgun has them of course but some some shotguns have where you have the pump they have like a handle coming off it as well so you can sort of handle it like as if it's got two handles um, and I sort of instantly, instantly realised like, oh, the game wants me to put my other hand on there and physically pump the gun, as opposed to just like shooting and pressing a button to reload or whatever. I mean, when you're shooting in a normal game, uh, your character for the most part will automatically pump the shotgun after they shoot, but then you'll of course have to manually reload the whole gun. Um, it's a good mechanic to like where you have, because you then essentially have one hand in front of the other. You're shooting with one finger or whatever one one trigger uh and then you're you don't have to use the i think you use the the other trigger to hold the part of the gun just so that that just so that the game want, knows um what you want to do with that hand um essentially um and then you sort of grab it and hold the the thing with one hand the other hand and then you, and you physically like yourself obviously because you're doing all this yourself 
with the uh, the remotes and everything. You're physically pumping the shotgun. I thought it was a great mechanic, but it didn't quite. I would notice sometimes um, I would go to pump the shotgun, and then like my hand would come off the thing, and it would be like, okay, well, like it, it didn't really work. I did notice in the the bit towards the end of the game when you're in the van and you've got not a lot of cover but you can switch kind of from left to right and you're dealing with the bikers i did notice that that shotgun works a lot better um and i also noticed that with some of the bigger guns that i'm talking about like the, the machine guns the snipers and the, the shotguns they do all have kind of iron sights but i that didn't really work too well and i also i found it better to use those guns as more like a hip firing emergency type of weapon where it's like okay I, I know where i'm going to be aiming because i can see the bullets coming out and that but like aiming down the sights didn't quite work and sometimes the the thing would mess up a bit uh again this i, I would put this down to was this me not holding the gun properly like the pr proper position or was it the game uh, I, I was never quite sure uh what else is there yeah right of weapons i did like sort of um holding uh, like dual wielding silence pistols and sort of going through a warehouse or a building wherever and then you're slowly picking people off as you're going forward i thought that was great um and then yeah you, you'd, you'd kind of i'd have like one weapon free and i'd be i would go and grab the other uh like the hot the uh the magazine thing from the chest and then quickly slot that into the back into the pistol i thought that worked pretty well um yeah so that, that was pretty good i did like uh the movement system as well i thought that they handled that pretty well i didn't use the strafing a whole lot because essentially you use the um the, it's the middle button on the thing i know there's the the, the the t button which is the trigger thing um and then of course the action buttons the, the button that the action buttons is next to uh it's got like the the lines thing for it you'll press that and you'll be able to move you know, like you'll physically look around and uh be able to like point to a specific location and then move there i thought that worked pretty well uh but yeah i i kind of forgot about strafing from left to right you essentially press i think it's circle or x or something on on one of the controllers and you can just move left to right on a piece of cover uh, i never really used that quite quite so much so uh i also think that the things can get pretty hectic like you're dealing with armed soldiers eventually or armed men eventually uh, like in uh full sort of armored gear and all that you can deal with them and then you'll deal with like grenades that are coming in and uh like deciding what weapons you want to use remembering to load re reload things so things can get quite hectic i think the game handles that really really well um and there's especially the bit um with the plane when you're when you're dealing with that i won't say whether you're inside a plane or outside the plane uh you in fact do both in this game um on different occasions i think they handled um both of those situations pretty well because if, if i if i kind of allude more to that that will go more into some spoilery stuff um but there's also the bits where you're parachuting i thought they handled those stuff those things really well um, and there's the first time that you parachute, which is like across the Thames, is it in London? I'm not sure. Um, I thought that was that was pretty good, and the way you could physically reach out and grab the um, I have no idea what they're called, but those things that you can pull on um, a parachute to steer to steer yourself. I I honestly no idea what they're called. Uh, I know the things called a parachute, but the things that that come down and uh, for your left and the right, and you can sort of sort of steer yourself. Um, that was pretty good. I uh, quite like that. So yeah, overall I did have a pretty good experience. But it's just that <clears throat> I think that with some of the blurriness and some of the 
odd uh, visuals with the game. It it sort of dampened the spectacle a little bit because this is definitely a sort of like this is your Hollywood action film and you're shooting things, you're blowing things up, you're shooting ta- uh, not tanks but like uh, explosive barrels and and those sorts of things. Uh, and like when explosions happen, things slow down. You can shoot people in slow motion. Um, so it's kind of like if you took Uncharted, made it like a first-person shooter, took away the Uncharted story and like the treasure hunting and stuff. Um, that's sort of what this is, but you're not like jumping around too much. You do still jump around in this, and I do think they handled that pretty well. Um, so yeah, overall, I I think it was a pretty great experience. I would definitely like to see another one of these. Um, I was slightly disappointed just because of the way the visuals and the blurriness kind of worked out. I thought was like strangely off at certain points. But um, in terms of like the shooting, using the weapons, all that kind of stuff, and all the sort of London feel to to the game and everything, I think they nailed that. So yeah. Uh, but yes, let's take a quick break here actually. So, today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today. Just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Koalu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Koalu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way. All you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, um, today I posted another review which was for... (coughs) Excuse me, which was for Days Gone, which is the other PlayStation exclusive. That one's not in VR. Uh, Although you can use the mirror mode version thing, but I don't think that works very well. But anyway, uh, yeah, uh, Days Gone, the, of course, zombie apocalypse... um, with with Deacon and all that sort of stuff, Deacon St. John, the the PlayStation exclusive, my review for that is out, that's also spoiler free, uh, so you can check that out as well. Uh, Yesterday, just before the Microsoft conference, I posted two videos, Uh, one was for fighting a big horde in Days Gone, there's no spoilers, there's a character with me there, but there's no context as to who that is, or spoilers in any regard, but I went to fight uh, one of the big zombie hordes in one of the sort of set pieces, so I thought I'd show that off as well. Uh, my first impressions review uh, video, sorry, for uh, a Plague Tale Innocence. It's based on the, I believe, the the French plague that they had, uh, which is kind of interesting as well. Uh, played pretty much the first sort of ten minutes, gave my first impressions, and that's that basically. So you can check that out as well. Uh, episode of the United Cast posted last week. Uh, this one was talking about all of the cup finals, which was the FA Cup, the Champions League final, and the Europa League final. So I discussed those as well. Uh, and they were all English finals as well, which was pretty interesting. Uh, so I posted that as well. Uh, that's it at the moment for the United cast. What I'm going to do next is wait for... Because we signed Daniel James recently. The uh, the the Welsh winger. Hopefully our new uh, Welsh wizard, if you want to call them that. 
Um, but uh, yeah, I'm going to wait until we sign you know a few players or we sell a few players and and bring some more players into a bigger discussion. I'm not going to do a podcast on every single player that we sell and buy individually. So I'm going to kind of group them all together a bit more. So there's that. Uh, what else is there? Uh, Classic Reviews is back for Season 2. Uh, you've got Back to the Future 2. Which was the first episode for Season 2. Uh, this week's or last week's episode story was for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Which was for Season 1, Episodes 1 and 2. And uh, there will be a new episode this Wednesday. And then there will be two more. Then it will go for a break. And it will come back the week after iZombie finishes for its final season. So look out for those episodes. Speaking of iZombie, we have a catch-up podcast for episode 5 of season 5, uh, which covers episodes 2 to 5 roughly, because we came back and did the season premiere. So you can go and listen to that as well. Film reviews, I've kind of lost all my enthusiasm to see Dark Phoenix, at least in the cinema anyway. Uh, so I'm going to be looking next at the two next films that are kind of a maybe, are uh, Child's Play, which is the Chucky uh, film with the Mark Hamill voice and all that. Uh, I think that's the same one anyway. And Men in Black International, which comes out this week. I'll see if I want to uh, watch that as well. Uh, So that's out. But the two that I'm definitely going to be doing, or the three upcoming ones that I'm definitely going to be doing, uh, Toy Story 4 and Brightburn comes out on the 21st. They, for some reason, come out on the same day. And then on either the 2nd or the 3rd of of July, uh, Spider-Man Far From Homecoming, which I'm obviously going to see because I love Spider-Man. And that's pretty much next for the film review stuff, but Back to the Future 2 kind of counts as well, classic reviews, all that stuff. Gaming Talk, we did our E3 predictions and all that good stuff uh, within the last two weeks. Uh, There's there's also an individual segment out there, which is uh, our main E3 predictions, uh, which you can go and listen to as well. Uh, and we'll be coming back this Wednesday and discussing everything that happened at E3, or the things that we're interested in <laughs> that happened at E3, uh, on Wednesday, so look out for that as well. And that's what we've got going on at the moment with entertainmenttalk.org or on the podcast platform of your choice. So, uh, overall, I think day, day's gone. I think that Blood and Truth was a very good, a very good attempt at them trying to expand this world and like introduce brand new characters and try to put a plot together in a story i think they did that pretty well um it actually does get a lot more interesting as you go through and there's some high stakes stuff that kind of happens as well um i think that the, the whole idea of like holstering weapons on yourself was was handled really well with like the magazine and stuff sure i missed it sometimes but uh for the most part like i said nine times out of ten i managed to grab the magazine and reload the weapon um, uh, but yeah, the the look of the game, the blurriness slightly put me off at certain points. Again, I don't know if that was me or the game itself. It's hard to kind of tell sometimes. Um, so overall, I'm going to give Blood and Truth an 8.4. Um, I think there's some really, really great ideas. I think they can do an even better job if they do like a, I guess, a third edition of this. Or if they do Blood and Truth 2. Um, I think they could do a great job with that. It just depends on what London Studio wants to do next. Um... But no, I I I I did quite enjoy it. Um, I think that I think there's some really good stuff in here, and even outside of the story, like some of the stuff that you can do in the warehouse, like the uh, painting your guns, that sort of thing, putting different um, like accessories and stuff on there is pretty good, and the shooting ranges is, is quite good and all that. But this isn't. I I am glad that they put they put characters and names and faces and a plot and a story in here, and even though it's like a normal gangster kind of uh london heist type of plot which was pretty much what the what the extended tech demo was um they did a surprisingly good job with a plot that they you almost 
you you could have still released this and gotten away with like you could have really sort of half-assed or uh not put much effort into the plot and made it like a complete sort of almost like doom in first person kind of thing but in terms of you know you take away the demons and stuff and you put in people um and they could have just relied on that and like not put as much effort in so i am going to give them a bit of credit for like putting characters plot and a story in here uh sure it's not like the greatest story you've ever ever seen but um yeah they, they could have just been a bit lazy and be like here's this character he's doing this or that and go and shoot some people um but no they decided to put some some good effort in which i thought was great as well um there's not much else i necessarily want to talk about here um that's pretty much my review of, of blood and truth vr i'm going to give it like i said an 8.4 uh it, it's interesting because some people say like oh scores for a game don't matter like it is it good is it bad and that's about it i think like okay if, if i'm gonna say something's good and i'm gonna, gonna probably give it a rating between what seven and ten that's still a fairly like if you give a game a seven or a nine that's a pretty big difference or especially if you give a game at like a 10 or a 9.5 as opposed to a seven that does say like okay this game was good but how good was it on a scale from roughly like a 6 to a 10? Obviously if it was pretty poor you're going to give it something a little bit uh, lower. So that's why I still give scores on, on games and stuff. So it, it gives you, instead of me going okay I liked it quite a bit. On what scale did I like it? That sort of stuff. So yeah, just thought I'd put that out there as well. But thank you all very much for listening. If you've got any uh, feedback, questions, comments, thoughts, ideas on Blood and Truth or anything else that we do. Matthew at Entertainment, talk.org, uh, Twitter eTalkUK. As uh, the contact page has information in your show notes. If you want to support the podcast, support Entertainment Talk. Entertainment Talk is on Patreon. Uh, you can go over there and check us out as well. Amazon affiliate link. We have Amazon affiliate link. We have one of those. You can use that. We'll get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So that's a great way to support us as well. iTunes feeds. Please write review and subscribe to those. Uh, so you can do that as well. If you don't want to put in a full review, you can just tap on the star rating. But make sure you also subscribe as well. Because then you'll get sent in the new episodes. Word of mouth. Uh, you can also tell your friends, family, people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds. If you get into a conversation with somebody about Game of Thrones or TV. Or any of the films that we covered. Or any of the video games that we covered. Uh, be sure to tell them about the website and the iTunes feeds. All that good stuff. Share them on Facebook. Retweet them on Twitter. Uh, I do need, to de- uh, do need to do a big update for Instagram. So I'll do that soon. I need to put some posts on there. I'll do that maybe later today or tomorrow. But uh, yeah, you can put them in different Facebook groups as well. Uh, do follow us on Instagram as well. You can do that. Just search for, I don't actually know what our, our Instagram name is. But you can search for Entertainment Talk um, and uh, follow us on there as well if you want to. Uh, lastly, video games. Speaking of first impressions and let's plays and all those sorts of things. You can watch us play different video games. Me and David stream on Twitch. And Robert streams on Mixer. Thank you all very much for listening. And I will see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>